You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show on 93 WIPC. I'm Jason Hammer. Big Nige is here. Hello. And here in just a moment, you will hear from the latest man to declare his candidacy to run for the mayor of Indianapolis. Abdul is in studio. And here's how you can chime in. If you have a question about the issues, his candidacy, anything that on his Twitter feed in the past, because apparently that's a thing, <laughs> call right now. We'll get your question on the air. 239-9393. If you have a question, concern about Abdul and his run to be the mayor of Indy, we want to hear from you right now. 239-9393. So, so the wife said yes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the wife said the wife gave you permission there. Uh, yes, she did. Okay. Actually, she, did, she did not give me permission to run for mayor of Indianapolis. She gave me permission to run for Hill Valley, California mayor. <laughs> oh, Hill following Valley. in the footsteps of the great Goldie Wilson. If I'm That's not right. mistaken, I could be mayor, <laughs> a colored mayor. That'll be the day. I like the sound of that. That's right. I'm going I'm to clean up this town. Well, here you can start with this brew and get to work. Uh, I'm sore at you. I thought you were going to announce on our show. Oh, I promise, Rob. You traitor. You you promised us. You said you were going to announce that you were running for mayor on our oh, show. Oh, a politician broke a promise. Great. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is where I'm going to start the negative campaign ad. It took one day for Abdul to break a promise. We're not saying he'll eat your puppies, but can you afford to take that chance? <laughs> but technically, you didn't break it on Rob's show because you put it on your social media beforehand, right? Of course, you got to take care of me first. I mean, okay. How, how long have we known each other? <laughs> a long, long time, man. So give me the elevator speech. Why are you running for mayor? Pub three reasons. Public safety, public works, and public trust. Uh, Indianapolis has a crime issue, and I think we can be tough on crime, but we can also be smart on crime. We have a road issue and a road funding issue that I think can take some creativity, but I think we can get it done. And we have a public trust issue. Where people just don't trust uh, local government to, to do what they're supposed to do. And so I think by having the right person in charge uh, and basically saying, I think Joe's a nice guy, but I think uh, the, the current administration has served their term. And, and, and it's time for change. And I think we can be that change. So the crime issue, is that number one? Uh, crime and roads. It depends on which township you're in, to be, to be honest with you. Because we did some polling to see what the what the big issues were. We broke them down by township. And in some townships, crime is a big issue. In other townships, roads are the big issue. One of the things that I think people are going to wonder is, is a guy like you, Mr. Sophistication, Mr. Nicky Blaine's, Mr. Cigars, are you going to go knocking on doors over at 42nd and Post? No. Uh, people who do that. Okay, but you're not physically going to do it. Well, I'll do so. I'll do some of that. Uh, but as a candidate, uh, you have to have the organization. You have to have the structure. And I believe, firm believer, a politician showed up on your door like, "Hey, vote for me." Like, who the hell are you? But your next door neighbor showed up at your door like, "Hey, Jason." Blah blah. Oh, I really like this dual guy. You should take a listen to him. That that'll get you a lot further than just some politician showing up at your door. Hey, vote for me. Who are the um, Who are these other jokers in the GOP that are uh, trying to uh, get that nomination? Uh, pastor James Jackson, uh, who's a pastor on the over. Oh, East I feel bad town. for calling a joker now. I apologize. Have fun in hell, Nigel. Sorry, <laughs> I don't mean to call a pastor a joker. <laughs> uh, a gentleman by the name of John Couch, uh, who has some legal issues with Carly Macer, the Democratic the Democratic state rep over in uh, Wayne Township, and uh, just today uh, filed was uh, Jefferson Shreve. Jefferson is a former uh, city county councilor, uh, Perry Township, a uh, good guy. We we spoke uh, Wednesday. He told me he was thinking about uh, filing, so he gave me a uh, courtesy uh, uh, nudge. Uh, so those that's the Republican side. Democratic side wow. it's Democratic side it's Joe Hogg said, Robin Shackford, Greg Merriweather, uh, Chris Margiolo. 
Larry Vaughn, Bob Kern. I mean, who isn't running for mayor on the Democratic side? Take a step forward. That's how we do that. And again, if anybody wants to come on this show, if you've officially filed, we'll talk to you. Well, I mean, Abdul's on, but, you know, this is Abdul's Friday spot. This existed long before you announced you were running yeah. for mayor. But to be fair and transparent, if anybody that is running officially with paperwork filed for the mayor of Indianapolis, we'll get you on the show. And Joe Hawk said, we've been begging you to come on the show for a while. If it makes you feel better, we got a fully stocked bar in the back. What's <laughs> holding you back, big fella? Let's go. You want to take some calls, Abdul? Sure. All right. So we're going to open up the phones here. And all I ask is when we come to you, don't give us a monologue. Don't pull in the Costa and speak for five minutes and then say something so we can get as many calls as possible. Be quick to the point. And we're going to start with Kevin on line three. Kevin, welcome to the Hammer and Nigel show. We've got Abdul here. Go ahead. Hey, Abdul. It's Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Last time I took a uh, new job, I had to take a drug test. Does the indie mayor have to? And <laughs> uh, no, and no, 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 no. Nope. Okay. I mean, you, I guess you probably could look at the incumbent and say that you know, those rules seem pretty laxed. I don't know. Just from hearsay, allegedly. Uh, let me go to John. John, welcome to the Hammer and Nigel show. We have Abdul with us. Hey, Abdul, what is your plan to work with the local utility companies such as AES and Duke Energy and Citizens to uh, help uh, rebuild some of the substations and some of the maybe local uh, gas pipelines to help the citizens of uh, Indianapolis get efficient energy and that? Uh, that's the first time I've ever had that question brought up to me. Uh, by the way, you can email me at info at abdul at abdul4indy.com. Uh, if you could email me your question. That'd be great. We'll take a look at it and get back to you. Abdul4indianus4.com. So there are going to be things that you haven't addressed yet. Yeah. Like that was a great example right there. Is it wrong to expect you to have all the answers right now, two no. days into your candidacy? Uh, I would say, yes, it would be wrong. Uh, because obviously, like I said, public safety, public works, public trust are, are big three issues. But anything we can sort of fit into that umbrella uh, of issues. And obviously there's going to be some things like, hey, you know what? I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that, or that's a good idea, or maybe we can improve on this a little bit. Uh, anybody who tells you that they know everything is lying to you, number one. Uh, and even those of us who do everything still don't know everything. So uh, working with AES, working with working with IPL, working with utility companies, all we're willing to do to, to get Hoosiers and get citizens of Indianapolis the energy they need and in a safe and efficient, environmentally safe manner that they need. Carlos on the YouTube chat asks this. As mayor... What will Abdul do for the price of cigars, martinis, and comic books? <laughs> Continue to consume them and make sure the prices go up. If, you know, the stars are aligned, Abdul, and you get on a debate stage with the incumbent, with Joe Hogsett, can you commit on this program that you will ask the two questions that people seem to be afraid to ask in this city? Where were you at during the riots, and can you prove it? I would say every question... Every, every normal legitimate question that goes to the function and working of the city and why things happen is fair game. Okay. So, yeah, I'm taking that as ask, a yes. I don't think you can ask direct questions to each other, right? Yeah, you, but you, you can you, still bring it up. You can bring it up in yeah. your answer, though. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and, and that's a fair question, which I will bring up in, in my own unique Abdul sort of way. 
but usually most debates you can't answer. You don't. They don't allow the candidates to answer questions. To right, right. But we've seen this a million times. Somebody gets asked a question, you deflect. But as long as it gets brought up to his face, that's more than so many of these butt sniffers, Abdul, <laughs> the people you call friends, that don't want to ask the mayor that simple question. If this were any other major city, that would be asked over and over again. But the people around here, they're almost like the dean in the movie Back to School. Works for me. Okay, well, come on. Do your job. Let me go to Jeff. Jeff, welcome to the Hammer and Nigel show. Yeah, Abdul, thanks for taking my call. Um, I just have a question about our roads. I feel like I need to buy a, a military Hummer to drive around anymore. It, when becoming mayor, would you would that be one of your priorities to get uh, some of our ro- roads uh, repaired? I know 71st Street between Keystone and uh, Allisonville is uh, pretty disastrous right now. There, there's a pothole over on the east side of town. It is 16 feet wide and one foot deep. I it saw is, that. It's right saw in the entrance of, of somebody's business place. And when the guy said he called the city to, to get them to, 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 to fix it, the city said, well, you're not on the main street, so you got to wait. I was like, seriously? you got to wait for a 16-foot pothole that's a foot deep? Come on. It's dangerous. Yeah. My thing is, when you're driving to work, you should not be playing moon buggy. Right. It's, it's, right. it's, it's, it's that simple. And if you think about it, the, 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 the potholes in the streets are actually even worse for, for low-income people who drive used cars. Because if you're driving, you had a pothole, your axle breaks, you got to get that fixed. You don't have the money to get that fixed. you got to take off work to try to get it fixed. And so when we talk yeah. about you know, sort of this whole social justice equity thing, what good is it if people if roads aren't, if roads aren't paved and streets aren't safe? Now, with that said, one of the things I looked at uh, creating, and we got to still working out the details, is a road tip district. In other words, you take a penny from the sales tax on gasoline, and you basically draw, draw, miles, draw a mile square around that gas station, Use money from that gas station specifically, you know, fix the streets, patch, 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 patch the roads up with asphalt, and, and improve the sidewalks. And I think that is a – and that way people can know where their money is going, particularly for the people who live in those neighborhoods who use those gas stations every single day. All of this is coming up right after this.